DCM works. We cry at the drop of a hat. No, really, though. We do. It's, it's, it's a problem. Makes recording really hard. Yeah, it was probably a song that reminded me of it, or I'd done an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Writing is definitely an isolating thing. From an yeah. outside perspective, that's weird as It makes fun. us look really um, mental. But that is because of what it kind of said about art. I did. I, I had fun in bits. There were fun bits. We, went and, we went and bought a value pack of straps. Oh my god, screen. we did. There is a big lesson here to learn about storytelling. Hey guys, welcome back to the Alfredo's podcast, official podcast of Digital and Creative MediaWorks. My name is David DCM, creative director, lead writer, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Ben. Hello. You picked a good time to drink there. Yeah. It was good. Uh, and what are we talking about this week, Ben? Don't hug me, I'm scared. Don't hug me, I'm scared. And I assume the storytelling, because you're going to tell me what it's about. Or just the meaning. The meaning. All right, mm-hmm. we'll do the meaning of don't hug me, I'm scared. What's your favorite idea? Mine is being creative. How do you get that idea? I just try to think creatively. Now when you look at this orange, tell me please, what do you see? It's just a boring old orange. Maybe to you, but not to me. So what? Okay. So (laughs) So what the fuck is this? So you you made me watch this. Mm. Uh... Because you haven't seen it, and I look. It's been I was, running for about four years. I was afraid. I'll say that it's it's a it's a hot fever dream. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I didn't know what to expect. I went in blind, and it was just terrifying. So, it's a YouTube series. Um, there's six episodes, and the sixth and final episode came out what four days ago? Yeah, about that. Pretty pretty recently. Yeah, well, this will go um, out. This will come up. This episode will go uh, out on Friday. So it came out on the nineteenth of. June, yeah, mm-hmm. which is important. Um, so what? Oh God, okay. Go into later. It, <laughs> so it's this weird. Um, <laughs> so the first episode is well, all of the episodes they're basically these um, these short three minute sort of songs almost um, with like puppets, mm-hmm. and it's kind of presented as if it's like a kids show, like Sesame Street or yep, something. Yep. Um, all of the puppeteering is very Sesame Street, um, and. The gist of most of the episodes is that, like, they're learning about something. Like um, you would in a kid's show. Yeah, like learning about time, or learning about love, or learning about terror happens. computers, and then it just, like, slowly devolves into just, like... Literal madness. Yeah, like, yep. very sort of esoteric horror. Um, yeah, just weird just weird things, things coming out of weird yeah. places, and just odd stuff um, happening. Very disturbing, grotesque, yeah. but not in, like, a... Like, it's just all gross and weird. Mm. Uh... It's the kind of thing where it's like you'll you'll be watching it and they all like you know everything's like very like animated and like cartoony yeah and they're all puppets and then just like they'll just be like guts or like an yeah. actual heart yeah like a real heart like a yeah. real human heart yeah, or yeah. like a real whatever heart and you're just like oh okay or like puppet guts but they're a little too realistic yeah like puppet guts that are actual guts um, yeah all- and it'll just <laughs> it'll just switch on a dime yeah. With um, seemingly no warning whatsoever. Yeah. And it's always really, like... So, bearing... My, my qualifier is that when I watched this, I was drunk, but... Which yeah. is not unusual. But, like, what was weird about it is that I was following up until about the third one, and then I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it gets... Like, the first three are probably the most similar. And then four, five, and six are where it really gets sort of like weird and crazy. Because that was sort of when they started to tie together a bit as well. Yeah, well, it's actually like really, it's actually them. really interesting how early they tie it together. Once mm. you, once you watch it all and you go back and sort of reevaluate it, it's really interesting that 
they pretty much tie it together f- from episode two. Mm. Um, from episode two onwards, a pretty like pretty much the same sort of storyline. So the the guys who made it, the 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 small indie group, it's actually just two people. Yeah. Um, uh, I forget their names off the top of my head. Who's to say? And we have no um, way of looking it up. No, we so don't have the good. internet. Uh, so, and they they made the first episode back in like 2012, I want to say. Yeah. Wow. Um, that's a long time. A ago. while ago. Yeah. yeah. It's been a 2013 maybe, um, but I kind of forget. It's been a couple of years though. And the first episode just kind of exploded. Mm-hmm. Um, it, for obvious reasons, it just sort of came out of nowhere it had a weird title, like, Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared. You're like, what the fuck is this shit? It just went viral, essentially. You know, like, standard, yeah, I can standard see, internet I can viral. See why. Yeah. Because you'd think... send it to your friends, be like, look at this, this is really funny, haha, and they think it's like, oh, it's gross. Bang. And it just gets weird. It go, yeah. Zero to 100 real fucking quick. So it, it got a bit of a following after the first episode, and if my memory serves me correct on, like, the timeline of when things happened, they released the second episode a few months later, um, and at the same time launched a Kickstarter okay. to fund the rest of the episode. The series, yeah. They were like, you know, we've done, we've finished episode two, and we have four more episodes that we've got that we want to do, but we need the money for we it, need the obviously. Because it's very high concept. Oh, and like the, the, yeah, like the effort they put in into all of the, all of the, like all the puppets oh and all of the, the effects. The puppetry alone is so, and the, like, and the voice acting and the music and everything. It's like, it's a really high quality and, show. And like the, 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 some of the esoteric scenes aren't puppets. They're like animated or they're. Yeah. And they must buy a lot of like meat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just, just There's a, a lot, lot of actual real meat yeah. in that. That is, oh God, it's so weird. Mm. And sets as well. The sets would be so complex. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, yeah, I can't... Yeah, so they they were like, we need money. We So they had a Kickstarter, um, and they obviously got funded, for, you know, because it's amazing. And then they made the six more episodes. At, four. Well, four more episodes. Yeah. So they've made six. And they've... When, like, the th- second and third episode came out, people were, like... People started noticing, like, similarities, and were like, maybe there's something more... Because you, you watch, and you're like, there has to be more. It can't just be... Some of the same, the same characters. Obviously. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, there's there's, some... there's a running theme between this, so obviously people started theorizing, like, what does it mean? Because it's the internet. Yeah, and the the creators basically went on record um, in an interview, and they were like, like, what is there? Like, have you seen some of the theories? And, like, are any of them, like, really close? And they were basically like pretty much all of them are just correct because you can just take out of it whatever you want. Yeah. So, it's one of those, just like, it, yeah. it is what you make of it. Yo, that's a but real... Ugh, that's wrong, though. It's it, not how yeah. art works. I, I, I don't really... I think it's a bit of a cop-out. It was probably more so that they just didn't piss off the theorizing community, which I think is a little bit cancerous, but that's Oof. another topic. Just a it's passing swipe. Having said passing that... Passing swipe at yeah, no, Having said that, there is... Um, we see you, MatPat. We see you. <laughs> there is... There's, like, one sort of theory that I... Like, watching the show, I was like, it's probably a metaphor for this. Um, so, oh, yeah, there's one that you subscribe to, effectively. Yeah, essentially. And then there's been... There's, like, a couple people who have been like, I think it's about this. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's I think about, you're right. It's about whatever you want to Yeah, I mean, there's the, there's the standard, like, oh, it's about depression, or, oh, it's well, all of dream. And you're like, it can be, but that is such a boring way to look at it. And there's plenty of those out there. So there's also plenty of art that already deals with that. Yeah, you know. so not well. Like it's it's not always well treated, but that you know it's been done. Yeah, it's been done. So it's the kind of thing where it's just like there's definitely something else. And the the kind of meaning that I subscribe to, and I feel is probably 
the most sort of accurate, just given what it is, given the circumstance, is that it's basically just one big sort of retelling of what it's like to be a creator on YouTube in this sort of indie space, creating content that you sort of, that you're putting your own personality into, but because of things like finances and because of things like the fact that companies may come up and be like, we'll give you money if you make more. It gets like corrupted. You lose, yeah. So. Whoa. So there's. Whoa. That. So. Wow. So the main sort of idea behind this theory is that there's. My brain is like slumping. <laughs> there's in this, place. there's this long, long running character in every single episode except episode one. And that's important. And he's, his name's Roy. And he is the weird, creepy dad poppin. So Yellow Guy's, Yellow Guy's dad. Mm-hmm who appears in episode two, is this character called Roy. And you can tell because he has an R on his shirt. And he's yeah. also in the credits, which is another funny thing. And the general idea is that he sort of represents the media, quote-unquote. So he's the one that appears at the end of episode six. With a really long outstretched arm, he, he's Roy. Yeah. And there's this idea that he sort of represents, like, the established media. Like, so, like, TV stations and things like that. Yeah. And the, the show itself from episode two onwards is the idea that imagine if you know the people who made don't hug me i'm scared they they made the first episode yeah and then they got contacted by like cbs or some shit i don't fucking know who no someone and they were like we will pay you to make more of these shows yeah and there's this sort there's this and like i guarantee that's hap- that happened to them i mean like oh, don't sure. hug me i'm scared one was so big they must like oh, there is e- even n- i mean you know the truth is the phone's going to ring anyway yeah. you know something that big even if they're not really genuine offers the phone's going to ring yeah. because you're so, that big yeah i mean it's happened with so many other shows so many other like youtube like shorts that got turned into series which ended up being shit well, you don't you don't i mean you don't even have to be big to get to to fear phone to ring yeah. for stuff like that like we get I mean, we, you know, my phone rings for stuff, and they're not really, they're not always genuine offers, but you get people going to call you because that's, you know, you, you're in the space. Yeah, so there's almost this sort of timeline shift where episodes two through halfway through six, uh, they sort of represent the Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared show being produced through this large media corporation mm-hmm. it's like this idea of just like this is what happens to a show when when it's put into the when machine. it's put into the machine yeah and the the sort of the representative the representation of the creator is the red guy so the weird red guy, the guy kind with of the cool noodle face. yeah so a lot of this comes through the ending of episode six yeah um like most of the episodes they have themes within them and they're loosely tied together but most of them represent something like on their own like you can do an yeah, analysis a, a discrete idea yeah you can do an analysis of each individual um episode like on its own like the first episode is it's a little bit separate um uh, it's kind of, wow how me- that was a very jesus christ skip- David. sorry oh it's um, we, we have pepsi yeah it's a very Se- the second episode is uh sorry. which one's the second episode the uh, time one yeah the time one uh that's kind of it's a bit weird it's just oh, that was, creepy that was when i was like oh this is a sharp left turn yeah the third episode being the love song mm-hmm. is just a very blatant um attack at sort of fanatic religious yep groups and also cults um yeah i noticed that actually it's just very culty it reminded me of like a uh uh like that that's like the kind of 
language that you get around that topic in like a Grand Theft Auto game. Yeah. Um, it's the kind of thing where, like, yeah, that's it's. I really that. It's really just like, are you unhappy that. with your life? Yeah, come it, join our friends it, and also worship our king. It really, it really. Rem- <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah, really strongly, um, kind of like yeah, that angle. Fourth episode, which is the computer song, is very. Um, I feel like it deals with kind of addiction, and like, what's the run me through the fourth one? So it's the computer one. Yeah. So when they're like, they're trying to find, they're like trying to find a um. They have, like, a question. It's like, what's the biggest thing in the world? And they do the joke where they're like, if only we can learn something more. And they all look at the globe. <laughs> and then they all look... And the globe spins around and it has a face, but then it gets cut off by the computer at the other end of the computer. Oh, he's right. like, I'm yep. a computer! Um, and they do a computer song. And the computer never actually answers the question. He just sucks them all in. And then oh, it's and left then they go, with they the go red into... guy being s- staring at the computer. It's nighttime. Yeah, because they go into the computer world. Yeah. And then, yeah, it cuts in. It's just him at the computer at night. And then his head explodes at the end, um, uh. which is kind of a tie to the overarching story. Right. Um, fifth episode is the food one, the food which one. is an interesting one. Yeah. Uh, because they're like, oh, uh, you don't like... They're like, oh, you want to eat healthy foods. It's like, how do you know what food is healthy? It's like, well... Healthy blue, healthy food is food that is bland. Like, and their examples were something stupid, like um, something it was like oatmeal, white sauce, and aspic. <laughs> <laughs> like, first of all, white sauce on the own is not healthy. It's mostly cream. That should be and dairy aspic is fuck. just salt. Yep. Um, and they're like, you know, the, also not healthy. Yeah, and they were like, oh, health, like fancy schmancy food, like fruit salad things with color basically yeah it just clogs your body up with unnecessary details <laughs> like don't they eat what okay the heat is on is that coming through oh the fine we'll just noise cancel that and oh will we yeah oh. and um that episode ends with the the duck which is the the, the bird I'll probably close the window i guess yeah i mean if you want to i'll keep talking <sighs> yeah uh yeah, it ends with the duck being eaten by the yellow guy um which is a great way to end that episode um <laughs> now it's just less now it's just a little more stuffy in here so in episode 6 is probably the one that has the most connection to sort of the overarching story because it's a song about dreams and there's you know there's the surface level dreaming but then there's the idea of like it's a song about having dreams and aspirations yep and we've all been there yeah so and this is sort of where it ties into this idea of a creator so when when it cuts out of the weird world and it goes to the red guy at, like, an office desk, like, waking up, um, funnily enough, it actually changes aspect ratio for that entire oh, segment okay. and then switches back when he's in the weird control room. Haven't really figured out what that means. Um, it's kind of just to, to differentiate the two types of worlds. Yeah, um, yeah. So he wakes up and he's like, oh, he needs, and he's in a world where everyone's really boring. And he's like, huh, wouldn't it be funny if the file came alive? And he's like dancing with the file yeah yeah, yeah. everyone's just like that sounds really boring yeah he's like oh and then he goes to the pub and everyone's being really boring and saying like dumb pointless shit yeah and he's like this music sucks i'm gonna go up and perform and he performs the song from the first episode the creativity song yeah oh yeah he does yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and everyone's like oh you suck whatever and then he's like oh he gets really disheartened but in the corner he sees uh what's his name roy yeah creepy creepy old man yep and then it immediately cuts back to like the weird world like the microphone starts talking the speaker goes like (laughs) and then he's in this weird world and he's just like looking around and he finds this control like the control panel for 
the current episode which is playing the yeah. the one that is currently tormenting yellow guy and this is kind of where this idea that the red guy represents the creator of pretty much all of the episodes yeah because when he's like just whacking all of the controls it cycles through most of the teachers quote-unquote teachers we've seen in the episodes yeah so the- except for the first episode which is important yeah and then it runs through some random ones which we've never seen which is includes the file so the i am a file and you put yep. documents yeah giving that he then makes that yeah so he piece of content. so that sort of shows that like red guy is the person who's created yeah, all of sense. these yeah yeah so basically the red guy sort of represents the creator and roy is sort of the media company and as a as in general yeah and the ending, you know, red guy, he goes over to the plug, and he's obvious metaphor of turning it off. He pulls out the plug, and then it goes straight back to the first episode. Except there's a few differences, which kind of imply certain things. So, the idea behind this theory is that all of the episodes, including, kind of excluding the first one, all of the episodes from two through six are like media created like they're created by the red guy in this this sort of alternate world they were created by him but because he was sort of under the eye of the media he had to do them a certain way yeah which was detrimental to to what he was trying to create it's detrimental to the audience detrimental to just because they're corrupted yeah yeah um hence the insane shit that happens yeah like they all of the characters come out worse off than they did like when the episode started as did as do you as a viewer <laughs> yeah a little bit the only difference is is that in the first episode at the end of the episode after all of the weird shit has happened the notebook says let's agree to never be creative again yes that is the only teacher that has any sort of like i guess like remorse from like what's happened all of the other teachers just go straight with their idea. Well, they keep going, yeah. Yeah, they just keep going, and they only stop when the episode stops, and they never sort of go like, that was weird, let's not do that again. Only the notebook at the start was just like, yeah, that was fucked up, let's not do yeah, that like, again. Yeah, he's like, let's never do that again. That was yeah, awful. it's sort of this alternate universe where apparently being creative leads to fucked up things. It's kind of like a weird, like, opposite of what we expect, but the, the notebook understanding that like oh that was fucked up i'm not going to do that again because that was kind of detrimental to the audience like both the audience as in the viewer and the audience as in the characters yep so the notebook's like let's never do that again so when and so that kind of represent that first episode is representative of the creators of both don't hug me i'm scared and the sort of show inside the show like that's their first show yeah before they sort of got, like, picked oh, up. Oh, yeah. Because in the last episode, he sings the creative song and then gets picked up by Roy and then makes all the other episodes. So he's already made the first one. So he's already made the first episode he, on his own. He sing, before he goes and sings it at the pub. It's sort of a... Him singing it at the pub is sort of the metaphor for the first episode happening. Yeah. So, like, that's where... So him, he sort of... Like, you could say that he doesn't actually make shows he's actually a singer and a puppeteer because that's what he does at the pub yeah and the show itself is just sort of an abstraction of, of what that, he does of life performance yeah. yeah 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 so the really interesting thing when he resets well quote-unquote resets the show 
is that when it when it goes back to what looks like the first episode, the set has no like nowhere near as much detail in it. Like it's yeah. it's just sort of an empty room with a table and the calendar, of course. And then the calendar goes to the twentieth, which is just obnoxious. Um, and <laughs> yep. Um, another funny detail is that all of the characters are the colors of their favorite color in the first episode. So in episode one, when they're like, go out, collect sticks and put and rage them into your favorite color. And yep. it's like blue, red, green, green's not a creative color. Yeah. <laughs> yep. They, yep. in the, the quote unquote reboot of the first episode, the characters are the colors of their favorite color. Yep. And, huh. and then it opens up with a notebook saying the singing the same song yep. that has been sung before. It's basically like from my sort of perspective and most people's understanding, it's almost a metaphor for, or sort of the idea that it's like, you know, he had this show that was run by the media, but he wasn't happy with it. So he went and went and did it on his own. He went, did it indie. Yeah. Which is why there's less sets, which is why there's like, you know, it's the place is really barren, but it also means he had like, we the control. characters have more creative control yeah. and, you know, the characters can be the colors that they actually enjoy rather than being different colors and they don't get told that green mm. isn't a creative color. Yeah. And he goes back to the song that he made, that he made because it's his song. It's not... Yeah, he's going back to a, the roots. Yeah, he's going back about. to the roots. So it's really... So the whole show itself is basically like the creators saying this is why we didn't take money from people. This is why we went the crowdsourcing route. This is why we stayed indie, because it gave us the creative freedom to do... To do the things that to do things that they want, yeah. That ultimately we set out to do in the first place as well. Yeah. You know, it's 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 that is interesting actually. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, yeah. And there's lots of really, there's a lot of really subtle things that help sort of cement this. Um, the biggest one is the fact that um, in all of the credits of the of the show itself. So once the show plays and the credits roll, it'll say some like at the end of every single credit, it'll be like. Thanks, like, like with help from all our backers and Roy, in uh, every single one, yeah, except the first one. <laughs> oh, okay. So the first one doesn't have and Roy. The first one doesn't even have Roy in That's it clever. at all. Yeah. Um, not only that, in all of the episodes, there will be some point where Roy, the puppet, will just be sitting like in the corner or off in the distance, yep. or like there'll be like a single frame of him looking down into the set. Yeah, it's sort of this idea that the media they're just sort of always they're there. sort of always watching. Like yeah. probably the creepiest one that no one notices is in episode four, the computer one, when uh, Red Guy is sitting in like the dark room, staring at the computer. Roy is literally just sitting in the corner of the room, oh, just creepy. sitting there, yeah. just watching. Um, that's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking horrible. I mean, the whole thing is scary. <laughs> but, like, that's... but when you notice it, you're like, fuck, he's that's... just there. He's not even moving. He's just looking. Oh, God. Um, there's, there's a lot of ideas behind what the the whole idea behind June 19th. Okay. So, run me through it. So in every single episode, there is a calendar. Yeah. Except for the third episode, which is kind of the reason why this theory exists. And the calendar always says June 19th. Mm-hmm. Um, funnily enough, episode 6 was released June 19th this year. Yeah. Which is amusing. Be. Yeah, of course yeah, they did. Of course they did. Um, of course, that's like Bethesda. They yeah. release games on 11, 11, 11. Yeah, that's just what they do. Yeah. Um, or 11, 11, rather. So, 
one of the really interesting things is that the Kickstarter video, it's really weird. It's basically the three puppets being kidnapped, okay. and they're saying, like, they're like, oh, we, like, they're being forced to, like, read out a ransom note, essentially. And, and like, you know, it's the kind of thing where, where they're saying, like, we need money, like, give us this much money or else we will be killed off. It's like a joke where it's like, yep. if they don't meet their Kickstarter funding, the characters are going to die. But also, they're being kidnapped and being held for ransom. Yeah. Um, the 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 Kickstarter video itself, the date, there's a timestamp in the video, and it's the 19th of June. Mm. Except it's the 19th of June, 55, as in like 1955. Uh, okay. So, there's this idea that at some point in time, these three characters got kidnapped on the 19th of June, 1955. Yeah. And then in episode three, which is when they're out in the picnic, Mm -hmm. there's no calendar, but the first shot pans across a poster that says, have you seen these people? They've been been missing since June 19th. Okay. So there's this weird sort of backstory theory, which is probably the most, like, legit theory out of all of them that they have just been kidnapped and they've been put through hell so like saw or something yeah wow i mean fuck (laughs) that one doesn't really go very far beyond just they were kidnapped and they're still missing um yeah that's super weird yeah that one yeah that that's odd uh hmm yeah I don't know about that one. I just don't like that. Doesn't really seem to tie into the rest of it. But like, yeah. I mean, overall, it's some crazy yeah. fucking <laughs> shit. Like, like, I, I, yeah, it, it's. I mean, because these I'm still trying to just my brain is like trying to process because that yeah, uh, it's crazy how complex it is. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, these the guys who made it. It's this. It was like it's it's led by this um this guy and this girl. I forget the name. I'm sorry. Um, they're. I mean, they're definitely on the ball with sort of yeah creating this very kind of meta series uh, yeah you know actually it's the second week in a row we've looked at something that's super meta um, <laughs> it's just rough <laughs> and next week we're doing we're doing Bojack next week and that's as meta as well yeah so this is just gonna be a three weeks of us like scratching our just heads going like, being what? like Ugh, <sighs> the world is too complicated yeah. I don't like it no but this I mean if you haven't watched it I mean, it's on YouTube and it's free it's what are you free. doing yeah stop watching this on, stop there are only about three minutes each but they are, you need to pause in between and just have a thing. You need to, like, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, it was tough. Uh, I powered through them, but good God, is it... I mean, they are entertaining. There are bits which are just legitimately funny. Yeah, and there's... They I mean, pull uh, off a lot of, um... There's a lot of esoteric shit that's great. They pull off a, a lot of really good, um... Oh, I'm trying to think of the word, just sort of, uh... It's not really slapstick humor, it's just sort of, um... Yeah, I know what just you mean. Just left wing. Yeah, really out, just really out of sharp nowhere. Left turn stuff, yeah, it is funny. Yeah, like there's a lot of that. Yeah, like in the third episode where the duck is just like, it's like, oh, shouldn't we go? Shouldn't we go save him? He's just like, oh yeah, we should. That's what friends do, right? And then the duck or the the bird is just like, it's like, yeah, but I'd really like to finish all this chicken and just stares at the camera for about two seconds. Yeah, and then it just it's cuts. So and you're funny. like, what you're the like, fuck Whoa. was that? Yeah, <laughs> just straight cannibalism. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, I love it. It's it's. Yeah, it's really good. I, if you haven't watched it, go ahead and do that. Um, just, yeah. but Don't be, hug me, I'm scared. Watch them all. But be warned. It, it, yeah, it is really... Yeah, don't watch it alone in the dark. It the is dark, yeah. pretty creepy. It's really creepy. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I think that'll do it for this week, because I need to stop thinking about this before I go insane. Yeah. Uh, where can people find us, Ben? I don't know. 
Uh, what are we at? It's uh, patreon.com slash dcmworks if you want to help support us. Twitter something. Twitter, whatever. Yeah, that's all that stuff. At dcm underscore works. Yeah. Uh, we're on Facebook, I guess. All that stuff. It's all in the show notes. Uh, and this podcast is also powered by hover.com. Uh, so if you want to grab yourself a sweet domain, you can use our referral link. Or a hoverboard. Well, yeah. I don't know that they sell those. No, okay. uh, I'll, check with, I'll check with them. I'll, I'll send them an email, I'll give them a phone call, and I'll... They have check. the domain hover.com, and they're not Chilling. selling hoverboards. I mean, th- they must, right? Yeah. yeah. They so should if, set up, like, a side shop of they hoverboards. Should. But if, so if you want $2 off your hoverboard, you can go to... Uh, oh, our dude, refer- sweet. Our referral <laughs> link in the show notes. Um, and yeah, you can grab that. Uh, we, we use them for the, uh, for the site. We use them just, for getting around. Get on, get me around as well. Yeah, yeah they, the hoverboards. They're, it's just they make it so much easier. Like, yeah, I, I can't recommend them enough. Um, that's gonna do it for this week. So we will see you guys next time. Bye. <laughs> it was probably a song that reminded me of it, or I done an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Writing is definitely an isolating thing. From an yeah. outside perspective, that's weird. As it makes us look really um, mental. But that is because of what it kind of said about art. I did I? That had fun in bits. There were fun bits. We went, and, we went and bought a value pack of straps. Oh my god, we did. There was a big lesson here to learn about storytelling. 